Welcome to the Gridiron Goodies Podcast. I am your host, as always, Stephen Scott. On today's episode, I will preview tonight's TNF game. I'll dive into the news you need to know. We'll discuss tonight's betting strategy, then head on down to my best bets, and I'll wrap up with a little fantasy football advice, all coming up on this episode of the Thursday Night Preview. I cannot believe we are now entering week 13. This season has been flying by. We need to cherish these remaining Thursday night games, even if they may be a little bit of a mismatch on paper. Like tonight's game, for example, as the 6-5 Seattle Seahawks are visiting the 8-3 Dallas Cowboys at home. Dallas has destroyed good teams as of lately, but if you take a deeper look, it hasn't come against very good ones. When they face good teams, they struggle. Seattle may not be in the same tier as Dallas, but they aren't at the bottom of the league like the last three matchups have been. There was a good three or so game stretch where Seattle's defense looked like a top-tier defense. If they can manage to return to that form, we may be in for a bit of an upset tonight. Let's start with Seattle's offense. Geno Smith has been sacked a lot lately, and I don't see that changing in this matchup. Micah Parsons and this pass-rushing unit of Dallas smells blood in the water, and they very well could be a major determining factor in the outcome of this game. To combat this threat, the Seahawks should try to rely on the ground game early. Kenneth Walker is doubtful, so we should see Zach Charbonnet here. He's played one decent game, and one not-so-decent game in his relief so far. This game should be the tiebreaker. We should also see a good amount of short passes to Metcalf and Lockett, with some deep shots sprinkled in. Again, this will be no easy task as they face Deron Bland and this ridiculously opportunistic secondary of the Cowboys. This should be an interesting matchup here. If Seattle wants to win this game, they'll have to play patiently on both sides of the ball. Try to get the running game going early on, and quickly try to take what the defense gives you in the passing game, keeping the turnovers to a minimum. On defense, their cover 3 scheme should limit the big plays downfield, and hold this offense to field goals. If the Cowboys manage to run the score up, they'll likely ice the game with Pollard and the rushing attack, which will make things difficult for this defense that has struggled mightily in that category. They'll have to keep this score close. For the Cowboys, Dak Prescott and his offensive line have played great most of the season. Dak is one of the least pressured quarterbacks in the league, but this line does have a weakness on the right side with Terrence Steele. His matchup with Boye Mafé could be a sneaky important one. CeeDee Lamb and Brandon Cooks have been on fire lately, but they face a secondary of Seattle that are a tier or two above that of the Commanders, Panthers, and Giants that they have faced recently. Woolen and Witherspoon are no slouches. They may not be as opportunistic as Deron Bland, but they can hold their own. This should be fun to watch. Tony Pollard has had his number called more as of lately, and this trend should continue against this poor run-stopping unit of Seattle. Bobby Wagner on Pollard in the run game and Jake Ferguson in the passing game should be intriguing matchups, to say the least. If the Cowboys are to win this game, they'll need to just continue doing what they have been doing. Run the score up early with CeeDee Lamb and Brandon Cooks on the outside, Jake Ferguson over the middle, and punch in some scores with Pollard and Dowdle in the red zone. Let the running game take over late, and enjoy the ride home. All signs are pointing to an easy victory for the Cowboys on paper. Yet, I cannot help but feel like the Seahawks are a bit overlooked in this matchup. 
For this reason, I think Seattle will rise to the occasion and eke out a victory on the road. And the Cowboys aren't contenders talk will ensue. Moving on to the news you need to know, Jonathan Taylor will have surgery to repair a thumb injury suffered last week. He is likely to miss several weeks. Make sure you roster Zach Moss in fantasy as a result. Also, the Texans' right tackle, Titus Howard, is expected to miss the remainder of the season with an injury suffered to his knee in last week's game. In some more positive injury news, Justin Jefferson has been moved from IR to the active roster and is expected to play next week. Also, Minka Fitzpatrick is back from his injury and is practicing with the team again. He should also be a go for the Steelers' next game. In some transactional news, Shaq Leonard visited the Eagles because of course he did. He also visited the Cowboys and is expected to make a decision between the two this weekend. Also, Joe Flacco has been officially listed as the Browns' number two quarterback behind DTR, who coincidentally did not practice yesterday. We may have a Flacco sighting for the Browns next game. And that's it for this week's news you need to know. Let's take a quick break right here. Welcome back. Before we head down to my best bets, let's talk a little bit about tonight's betting strategy. What can we expect from a stats point of view in this game? Dallas's pass rush should give Geno problems all night. As a result, we could see a lot of errant passes. This is a good opportunity for the secondary to nab some more interceptions, especially if Seattle is playing from behind. To counter this, Seattle will likely rely on Zach Charbonnet and their rushing attack early. This Cowboys defense can be run on, and therefore I like Charbonnet's yardage odds. DK Metcalf will likely get the majority of the passing targets, especially in the red zone, but I don't like him yardage-wise. I see Tyler Lockett being a little more productive in that area. For Dallas, Dak Prescott has done a great job of spreading the ball around recently, which is great for his team, but not so great when betting. We can try to take advantage of this and focus a little less on Lamb and a little more on the secondary receivers. Jake Ferguson is a great option in yardage and in the red zone. I also like Brandon Cooks' yardage odds. In the rushing game, Tony Pollard should have success against this defense, and he should see an increase in carries if the Cowboys are playing with a lead, which is most likely. I like his yardage totals and his chances in the red zone. However, Dallas is inconsistent on the ground, and the rushing attack has hurt me in the wallet already this year. For these reasons, I'm staying away from any Tony Pollard bets this week. Feel free to use this information however you see fit. Here are my straight five bets for tonight. First, I have Zach Charbonnet to score. I like Jake Ferguson in the red zone. He should also score. Next, I have DK Metcalf to score. Then I have Rico Dowdle to score. And lastly, for my long shot bet this week, I'm going with Deron Bland to have not just one, but two interceptions. Next, for my parlay, since I've been doing really well on Thursday night games this year, I've decided to try a five-leg parlay for this game. If I lose, we'll just go back to doing the three legs. Also, remember to use any free parlay promotions offered by whatever sportsbook you use. I'm using the No Sweat Parlay Bet. 
For my first leg, I went with Brandon Cooks over 25 yards receiving. Next leg, I have Jake Ferguson over 25 yards receiving. Third leg, I have Zach Charbonnet over 40 yards rushing. Next leg, I went with DK Metcalf over four receptions. The last leg, I have Brandon Cooks over three receptions. If you would like to stick to the three-leg format, I'd lean towards using just the first three legs of this parlay. Next, I'll provide a little fantasy football advice. My sleeper picks for this game are the following. First, I have Zach Charbonnet. Second, I have JSN. Next, I have Jake Ferguson. Fourth, I have Brandon Cooks. And lastly, I have Rico Dowdle. Overall, this game should be a lot more entertaining than most people expect coming into it. Or it could lead to an early bedtime. I guess we'll just have to wait and find out. This is where I leave you for today, but I will return tomorrow as usual for the recap. I hope you all have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you next time.